0: Hey, welcome back to Rambled Eggs, it's Dania here with you and I'm gonna be talking about friendship. Once again, I know that I've been- this has been like a repetitive topic that I've covered like a billion times here, but I wanted to talk again because it's Rambled Eggs, so I will be rambling. And most of my problems stem from friendship, so yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm normally involved in, in a lot of like big friend groups, which most of the time, I do love, but obviously, it doesn't always work out. It always, like, slowly divides into smaller groups, which is fine. That is that's what happens, you know? Like, throughout time, um, friendships get, like, you know, people drift apart, and it's natural, and it's fine. And even though it can be hurtful at the moment, like, why did that person leave me? Like, oh my god, did I do something wrong? And then, once you learn that some people just aren't meant to stay there permanently and some people go at their own t- at their own time and their own pace that is when you start to understand that everything is temporary and everything happens for a reason like i think that everyone that has come across into my life they have been there for a purpose like as even like the most horrible people that i have met and i've met some bad people even those horrible people have taught me something like One person, they taught me how to use chopsticks. If I didn't meet them, would I have learned how to use chopsticks? Probably, but not that early. It's kind of embarrassing to only learn how to use chopsticks at 14, but it's fine. Uh, (laughs) And somebody else, they taught me how to stand up for myself. Like, they used to gaslight me and manipulate me all the time. And because of that, I started to learn how to say no and I I, I learned how to stand up for myself and I learned how to stop apologizing when I don't feel bad. You know? Like yeah I learned so much from that person. Despite all the things they've done to me, I've learned so much. And that is because of me. Because I was willing to learn from the experience. Okay? That was because of me. That was my doing. Okay? And I've the only person I had to thank for that is myself. What I wanted to talk about is how we view friendships from other people and how they can be perceived in such a way that is so wrong and it's just so not true. Because sometimes people take a look at the friendships that I'm involved in and they're like, wow, they, they must be really, really happy. Like, they must have so much fun together. And I'm like, I envy this. I want something like this. But in real life, underneath all this, big friend groups, big friendships, no matter how many people you are surrounded by it is so hard not to feel lonely because in the end it's just you your soul your body yourself and if you can't learn to accept that as an you can't accept yourself and as, as an individual then you can't accept anything it's so hard to accept any kind of love if you can't accept yourself like how can i feel loved and involved in a big group of people when I can't even love or involve myself into the conversation like it's so complicated right like I feel like most of the time when I'm in big groups of people I feel validated because sometimes people laugh at my jokes or they think I'm funny or they think that you know my opinions matter and that makes me feel very assured and they just makes makes it very easier for me to like myself more because feeling likable to other people makes it easier for me easier for me to like myself right that makes sense but underneath all that there's gonna be some type of insecurity coming out like they don't actually like you they actually think you're super annoying your voice is super annoying that little voice inside your head is gonna creep onto you and it's gonna to stick to you as long as you don't learn to accept yourself you won't be able to accept any other kind of love and that took so long for me to realize okay i'm gonna move on to another concept It's more towards romantic kind of love, rather than platonic. So I I wrote something about how that love is basically the idea of submitting yourself to the idea of basically who you truly are. So what that means is, um, you know how... I Okay, this is what I believe, this is the theory, the concept, whatever, this is what I believe in, right? I believe that we are created in pairs. And we were grown we were uh, one of our purposes is to like you know find the other half of ourselves, and we will grow to learn that other part of ourselves right because those other that other part of ourselves is basically us just different with their own individual qualities, right, but how can we love that other part of ourselves when we can't even love ourselves if we can't even love and nurture the part that we have now because it's basically like lock and key enzymes you know and like enzyme and substrate if it's not in love if you don't give enough love for yourself your enzyme will your like substrate it will like denature <laughs> it will be distorted and then you can't fit the yeah, yeah bio students you get me okay to be able to accept any other kind of love is to accept yourself is what i'm trying to say okay And I think to this point, I still do not love myself. I think it's mostly because I don't like myself at all. I hate my voice, I hate how I act around people. I don't think I'm funny, I don't think I'm pretty or attractive in any way. I think I can be so self-involved and so self-centered sometimes, and I think that I have so many flaws and so many things that I have to work on. I'm not smart or anything, but there are also so many things that I'm grateful for i can think on the top of my head um i like that i'm creative i like that i like how social i am when i try to be i like how easy it is for me to talk to people even though i don't vibe with them or i don't really like them i like how it's it's easy for me not to make like situations awkward you know and i also love how much like how the person i am around my family you know how loving i am towards them And there's just so many things about myself that I have to get to know, you know? Like recently, I realized that I'm not bad at badminton. That's like such like a random thing that I never knew about myself, you know? Because I've always thought that if I just existed here on this earth, that would be enough. That would be enough to suffice the rest of my life, you know? If I just existed and let everything happen and watch my life happen as if I was an audience, I thought if I just stood there and I listened and I observed, it would just make life easier, but it just made life insufferable. And so, like, like, it just felt like I was suffocating. Yeah, it felt suffocating. Not being able to feel present in your own life. Because how are you not letting yourself, allowing yourself to feel present in your own life? Like, sometimes I feel like I'm sitting on top of my body and I'm looking down at everything that happens around me. And I think that if I stay quiet and if I stay reserved, nothing will be able to harm me or hurt me, right? So if somebody says something harmful to me, I'll just immediately t- tell my brain, okay, that's actually like not that bad. Don't be sensitive. Keep it in. It's fine. You can control your own emotions, right? So just, just don't react. Don't feel anything. Until... Somebody can somebody says the most simple thing, like, you know, you you've been kind of lazy this morning, you know, that would break it all for me. Okay, it's when you least expect it. Like one time, I was going through a lot. Like my friends were being so shitty to me, right? They were being so mean to me, and I was so frustrated. And I didn't respond to I re- I didn't respond to them. I didn't do anything about it. I just kept it to myself. And then, it was it went on for like a month, and I was fine with it, you know. And suddenly, my mom comes to me, and she says, she says something about about me and my studies, and me not being able, not putting as much as for effort that I should be, or something like that. I don't really remember the conversation, but I heard that, and I ran to my room. I started bawling my eyes out. Then I was like, that, that, like ticked you off. That's that's what like blew the bubble up. I don't get it, like it's the smallest things you know and because of that it's like you're living with an active bomb inside of you right and if you can't handle that bomb in an early stage that's just gonna blow up and it's gonna be so messy and you wouldn't know how to handle it because by then it's too late so what i've learned from all of this is that There are always going to be really, really shit people out there. The people that you least expect. But you need to remember that the one person that you need to care about, the one person that you can depend on is yourself. Okay? Because even the closest people, even the people that you think have no flaws at all, they have flaws. They have things about themselves deep inside that... Are so cruel and so evil, but they just, you're just not close enough to, like, you know, have them allow themselves to reveal that part of themselves to you. You know, you're just not at that point yet. And that is why I've always kept such a distance with people because I feel like if I keep a certain distance with people, I wouldn't be able to see that part of themselves. But then once I do, I feel so grateful. I'm like, Wow, I'm so glad I got to see this part of them because if I didn't, I'd just be with this person that I barely know, that has this underlying, you know, thing about them, that I never knew about, because in the back of their head, they could be thinking this about me and I would never know, right? Like I'll give you an example. Like you're supposed to be close to this guy. uh let's name him Isaac. I have i don't know anyone named isaac so isaac is your close close friend right and then suddenly you find out that he thinks of everyone in a sexual way um you know sometimes people can't control that and they get help for that it's fine but isaac he especially sees everyone as objects especially you or even you okay and then you would think like, oh, I wish I never found out about this. I would be so fine with it. But if you knew, would you be okay with the fact that you stayed this long with the guy who has always viewed you in this way and only this way? Okay, that's just an example, right? But it's better to understand that keeping a distance is so much better than, you know, being close but not knowing them the way that you should. Because if I keep a distance then I wouldn't have to care about whether what type of person you are. Like if I didn't if I wasn't that close to Isaac, I wouldn't be this hurt, right? And obviously this might be like a toxic mindset in some way, but it's what it's what works for me and it's what I do to like ensure that you know like I don't get hurt. But at the same time, I do have to know what type of people I can allow myself to be close to, you know, what type of people I should let in and I should be able to be vulnerable with because the whole point of creating and building this type of relationships and friendships is to understand the people that you were tied to and the the, the people you are supposed to be tied to because even though you are grown, even though you were born into this world as an individual, as like a one soul, there's always going to be other people that you were meant to meet. You know, because I also have this this idea that this thing that I've always had in the back of my head that, you know, before this I think it's something to do with my religion, that before this we we lived in like this soul world where we met people already and the reason why we feel so much connection with certain people is because we knew them in the soul world. And I believe that wholeheartedly. Because I've known people that I've had such a deep connection with and, you know, those are the type of people that I know I don't have to worry about letting go. Okay, so, yeah, sometimes... But well, I wanted... The one thing that I just wanted to say when I press record, I just wanted to say I have some of the most shittiest, the most manipulative people in my life. And one thing that kept me from... Feeling like I wasn't being under their control anymore, was distance, and you know, keeping a certain boundary between them, because the one thing that made me be so vulnerable, and be so easy, easily controlled around them was the fact that I let them so close, so close, even though I didn't even like them, like. I thought that I loved them at that point but I didn't like them. Like if I saw those people and they weren't my friends and I didn't love them as like a friend, I wouldn't like them as an individual at all. And the moral of the story is sometimes you have to look at the people you love as individuals, not the people that you grew up with or the person that you sat with during school every single day of the year or the family member that you always loved, or whatever. Sometimes you need to see people as individuals and you need to accept them for who they are as an individual. And if you do not want to accept that, that is when you know you need to set a boundary with them. Because if you see that person as just, oh, this person is just someone who's important to me, who they are, their opinions, their ideas about certain things, you know, it doesn't matter because whatever it is, I love them, it's fine. No, it does matter. It does matter how they view things and how they think of the world. Sometimes it does matter. Because underneath the idea you have of them, that underneath whatever significance they have in your life, they are still their own person and they will always have their own flaws. So keeping a boundary and a distance with everyone and understanding what type of person they are truly does matter no matter how close you are with them no matter how okay even if i'm in love with this person i will always know in the back of my head that they have this certain negative like you know like idea of some of something and that i don't agree with and it's up to you whether you want to decide whether you want to support that because sometimes i forget that i have a choice i have a choice whether i want them in my life or not so the one thing I always forget is that I have a choice of who I want to stay in my life or not. Because if I, don't, if I don't take control of the people that I let come in and out of my life, then I don't have control of anything at all. Because the people who are involved in your life affects everything. The people who you are surrounded by, your environment is so important in your upbringing, your growth, your influence it matters so much and I'm so sick of people saying like you know these people they're so important to you they're your family they're friends no you have complete control of that and no one has the right to tell you who you should and should not keep in your life because that is your choice. This is your life and you set the boundaries for yourself and that is your responsibility. Thank you guys so much for listening and make sure to tune in for the next episode. Bye.